0: I want to invite you to join us for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. On May 22nd, Paul D. co-founder and former COO at Mudwater, will be sharing about online marketing and using Bitcoin to accelerate your efforts. In addition to helping scale the well-known coffee alternative, Paul is also behind Casey Cattle's recent Bitcoin adoption that went viral on Twitter. After Paul shares, there'll be a live Q&A along with the time to share insights and network with fellow entrepreneurs. You can find a link in the show notes to sign up. Be sure you'll be able to say I was there when your progeny ask you where you were for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable.
1: Putting in contrast of, you know, how much Bitcoin was worth back then versus like how much it's worth now and kind of showing the customer like, hey, look, potentially if you didn't spend like $10 on, you know, say cosmetics, that $10 today in Bitcoin would be worth something else. So we're trying to show the similar examples of the look. 30 cents of Bitcoin today might not be a lot, but hopefully this turns out to be something that's, you know, pretty grandiose and amazing for the customer. Possibly, you can buy your car in the future. I, I don't know what you know Bitcoin's number will be in the future, but I do believe it's it's very disruptive technology, and there's a lot of price discovery to be had.
0: Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show. The show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is James Wong, who is the founder of Nihoudi, a company that provides prescription drug savings cards that both save dollars for the users and pays them an additional percentage in Bitcoin. I love this idea and I'm excited to see how Nihoudi grows in the future. I think you'll enjoy this conversation today as well. But of course, before we get to today's interview, we do have this week's Bitcoin meetup spotlight. And even before that, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the show on Fountain in the last week. Thanks to those who have been streaming Sats, including user one eight one five zero two two four and lightning store, as well as those who have been sending boosts, which this week Piez sent a boost and said peace and love. Once again, thank you to all who have been supporting on Fountain in these recent weeks. If you'd like to support the show, I encourage you to go over to Fountain, listen to the episodes there and either stream Sats or send a boost with a comment. And if you do that, I'll plan to read that on an upcoming episode. Now for this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight, we have the Mid-Missouri Bitcoiners. The Mid-Missouri Bitcoiners Meetup Group is underway. Two meetup events have been hosted since their Bitcoin Expedition event held in Jefferson City in October. The group schedules events every two weeks, typically rotating between Jefferson City and Columbia. The next meetups are scheduled for the second week of January in Columbia and the fourth week of January in Jefferson City. Follow their group on Twitter for regular updates at MidMOBitcoiners. All levels of knowledge are welcomed and encouraged to attend, and they hope to see you at their next event. You can find that Twitter link below along with the link to the OSHI app, which you can use to find a Bitcoin meetup near you. Now we're going to get to our interview with James right after this business owners. Unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. James, welcome. Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. You ready for these? Yeah, let's do it. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin?
1: Well, man, college. I first found out about it. My roommate was on the Silk Road and was like, hey, just check this out. And I started to figure out, you know, what is Bitcoin? I thought it was just digital, a digital gift card at that point in time. But, you know, I really started diving deep, I would say, in 2017, 2018 about Bitcoin. And I read Satoshi's white paper and I was just blown away by, by the whole thing.
0: Question number two is this. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish everyone understood?
1: For everyday people, I would probably say Bitcoin is the next TCP/IP for financial transactions. It's the next big thing. For businesses, the insight I'd probably share is only two to three percent of this world owns Bitcoin, and of that two to three percent, it's probably still a really small number that use it to transact on a daily basis. So I'd probably say you know just keep that statistic in mind in the very beginning as you build out your business and um, have something um, that you intertwine with
0: Bitcoin. So if I were a normal person and I asked what in the world is TCP IP, how would you respond to that?
1: That is how computers talk to each other. That's pretty much the protocol where, you know, you receive emails, you go on someone else's website. Um, That's pretty much the gold standard protocol that we
0: use. So question number three is what's the Bitcoin resource you most recommend to other people?
1: This one's a little bit more of an advanced topic, but I would say Soft War by Jason P. Lowry. I thought it was really cool that he talks about power projection theory and how essentially Bitcoin could essentially be the next um, cyber warfare kind of um, area. So I, I thought that was really fascinating.
0: Yeah, it definitely. uh, People have strong opinions about the book and the concept. Uh, Did you buy a copy of the book by any chance? I did. I
1: still have a copy. Um.
0: (laughs) Okay, because those things are going there. You could make quite a bit of money uh, by selling that copy if the prices online are to be believed.
1: Yeah, I think so. The the book is banned. They don't. Um, it's not released anymore. You can't buy it on Amazon. But I think the book. Um, I see it on eBay go for about thirty thousand dollars. I think the highest sell I saw was like two grand. So that's pretty yeah. funny, yeah. at least to me.
0: So question number four is: this beyond Bitcoin? What is a resource, tool, or idea that's been helpful to you or your work at Howdy recently?
1: Yeah, I think the idea of orange pilling someone is very difficult. It takes seven, eight different conversations, possibly a year to get someone interested into Bitcoin. But I find the best way to get um, have people understand about Bitcoin is to give it away for free. And that's essentially what we're doing at Anyhowdy. Um, basically, everyone in the industry collects drug rebates, but it never goes back to the customer. We give it back to the customer when they get their prescription refills.
0: Now we have our final, what we call our arbitrary but insightful question. And it's this. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not
1: they're both pretty important questions but i have to lean probably towards saying focusing on the why is much more important this seems like a glass half full versus a glass half empty kind of question to me but i think if you're generally always asking why you're much more optimistic about things working out you're always focusing on a solution oriented um, kind of approach
0: But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellis Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellis Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future proof your business in the coming age of hyper Bitcoinization, head over to VellisCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellis Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the bitcoin era all right well james today we're here to talk about knee howdy if you would share with us a little bit about the business then we can kind of get into the whole industry that you're looking to uh, in some way disrupt so what is knee howdy and why did you start it
1: yeah so knee howdy is basically a prescription savings card we pretty much negotiate drug pricing on behalf of all our customers who need to buy medications out of pocket Um, what makes us really cool is that we pass back bitcoin back to our customers completely for free um pretty much the entire industry benefits from drug rebates it just never goes back to the everyday individual like you or me and you know i said that's pretty disgusting there needs to be a way to solve that and i think bitcoin's a great utility for doing so
0: so i'm curious how how people benefit uh, how the industry benefits from these drug rebates and why aren't because i've seen i've seen drug cards uh, you know prescription drug cards in the past i've i've gotten one in the mail randomly and they say hey use this get money back how does that work and where, uh, if people aren't using a prescription drug card like that, where do those rebates go?
1: Yeah, so pretty much for prescription rebates, I mean, I can speak from uh, being a personal pharmacy owner. I used to get re- reach rebate checks from manufacturers every single month, um, but again, this doesn't get passed back from the passed back to the patient. Um, manufacturers are trying to incentivize pharmacies to essentially put their product on the shelf and to dispense it. Um, so that's, you know, a really big issue with, within our system. Our state and federal government are the largest recipients of drug rebates. And again, if you look on every financial statement of every publicly traded company, you can see that, you know, drug rebates are a really big thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to you know, howdy, these drug rebates, we want to pass it back to the customer. It's a very nominal amount, but sort of the vision I have here is that Bitcoin can essentially solve for out-of-pocket prescription costs if it appreciates to something of tremendous value in the future.
0: So maybe if we could take a practical example of this, sure. it may or may not be a specific drug, but what would it look like? Let's say uh, you know, I I purchased this prescription drug. What does the rebate portion look like? And also, where does that extra Bitcoin come from?
1: I mean, we do collect um, you know, fees from pharmacies and manufacturers. So a portion of that, if you're buying a $10 drug, your rebate back to you as a customer would be 3%, which is roughly like 30 cents. So we collect that on behalf of the customer. Uh, once they do ring up a transaction at the pharmacy, say it's at CVS, Walgreens, or Rite Aid, and we pass back a portion of that to the customer.
0: And so then the question is, uh, do people want a prescription card that provides USD or Bitcoin, right? Because there are cards out there that do provide a percentage back in fiat.
1: There's a few, but the minimums there would be like $25 in order to be paid out. Mm -hmm. So you would need like thousands, or I shouldn't say thousands, but you'd need quite a lot of different prescriptions to be filled before you can even receive that, I guess, fiat um, incentive or reward.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe for those who don't understand, I think a lot of Bitcoiners get why Bitcoin is superior in this type of instance. But what is it that makes Bitcoin better and more feasible for getting rewards back to individuals?
1: Comes down to two things. The first is transaction fees. It's very low if you're doing this on the Lightning Network. If you're batching transactions, your transaction fees like one thousandth of a percent. Um, if you're a business, like how do I give you like thirty cents back to the customer? postage is already like $0.35. And if I were to Venmo you as a business back to an individual, I mean, it costs anywhere from a quarter to $1.50 per transaction. So that's not feasible. But I think the really cool part here is, you know, Bitcoin's an asset, and it has the potential to appreciate in value. A lot of people like to say, number go up. That's kind of what they look at. Um, But I do believe, you know, having $0.30 today of Bitcoin could be worth, you know, potentially $30 later in the future. And that's, you know, a great way to solve out-of-pocket prescription costs.
0: Now on your website, you have this little feature. I don't know if this is something that you've created or you've imported it from somewhere else to your website, but it's like if you had $3 or however many dollars of Bitcoin back in this year, today you could purchase this really expensive thing. What is that? Uh, Cause I, I, I think it'd be really neat for people to go to knee howdy.com. That's N I H O W D Y. Uh, to just check it out, to give people a perspective of how a little bit of Bitcoin today can make a big difference in the future. Can you tell us a little bit about that feature on your website? Because it's a really neat thing. I wish we uh, I wish we did see more places.
1: I, I actually call it the FOBO feature. <laughs> so, again, you know, I think putting in contrast of, you know, how much Bitcoin was worth back then versus like how much it's worth now. And kind of showing the customer like, hey, look, potentially if you didn't spend like $10 on, you know say cosmetics, that $10 today in Bitcoin would be worth something else. So we're trying to show the similar examples of the look. $0.30 cents of Bitcoin today might not be a lot, but hopefully this turns out to be something that's you know pretty grandiose and amazing for the customer. Possibly you can buy your car in the future. I, I don't know. But you know, Bitcoin's um, number will be in the future. But I do believe it's it's very disruptive technology, and there's a lot of price discovery to be had.
0: So I want to go back to Ni Howdy in a little bit, but... Before we started this live stream, you mentioned that it would be worth talking about uh, the Inflation Reduction Act and how that might influence prescription drugs. Uh, So I don't quite know the direction we're going to go here, but you're someone who has the experience. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this and for you to share it with the audience.
1: Yeah, so the Inflation Reduction Act was passed recently by Congress. It basically allows centers for Medicare and Medicaid um, services to reduce their drug spend. So every pharmaceutical company is essentially going to be taking a 30% haircut on all of these different drugs. That's great for Medicare as an entity and probably as a taxpayer, but the problem here is all these drug rebates from these pharmaceutical manufacturers, they're going to be reduced to every state Medicaid program and to every large employer. What does that mean? It means that everyone in the next five to 10 years is going to have a higher deductible, a higher copay, a higher share of cost, and that possibly means your drug isn't going to be covered anymore. The other part of the Inflation Reduction Act is it allows Medicare to claw back Um, any drugs that go over beyond the CPI when it comes to drug price increases annually. So if I'm a new manufacturer or new pharmaceutical company that has a drug that's going to be put onto the market, I have to place my drug at an exorbitantly higher price than what I would normally place it at. So I think in the next five to 10 years, you're going to end up seeing a lot of people spend more on out-of-pocket prescription costs. And there's, again, a lot of different prescription service um, card providers out there. Goodrex is one of the largest publicly traded companies. And if you didn't know this, you can actually look at their financial statements. They're a publicly traded company. They make about 500 to 800 million annually all based on out-of-pocket prescription expenditure. For me as a founder, I just found that like absolutely disgusting. There has to be a better way to do this. And again, I think providing people with bitcoin as, you know, uh, as a purchase incentive or as a drug rebate back to the customer, it's, it's a great way of sort of tackling this field.
0: So where where are you right now as far as the business goes? Are people using this? Are you still kind of in the development phase? Like, if people wanted to get a, a knee howdy prescription drug card right now, could they go and sign up for one?
1: Yeah. So our membership is free. Um, we actually have a working MVP right now, so you can go to one of the thirty five thousand pharmacies um, that we're in network with in the United States. Um, that's like CVS, Costco, Walgreens, Rite Aid, and yeah, it's completely free. You can. Go to our website, you can look up drug pricing, you can see who's on our network, and essentially if you do have a transaction through Nihadi, you'll see that um, your transaction come through and you'll see how much Bitcoin you'll be eligible to receive from us. Um, As of right now, we've had sales in I want to say about eight different states. I've done zero marketing yeah. on this; it's all been word of mouth, so it's been pretty exciting. Um, you know, I don't know anyone in Kentucky, I don't know anyone in Illinois, so it's been really cool to see you know the impact of this. And I think being able to see if this solves for out-of-pocket prescription costs, even for one person, I think that'll be like the dream for me.
0: Well, this yeah, this is this is certainly an idea that needs to get spread out more because if nothing else, there are a lot of Bitcoiners that could benefit from this. That would be Very happy to begin using a card like this. I do think that it's a great way to begin getting a little bit of Bitcoin into the pockets of people who don't own any at all. And to your point uh, earlier, kind of that that widget on your website, you can really if you just get a little bit of Bitcoin now, it could be worth a good bit in the future. And if not, then, you know. It is what it is, but I think that a lot of people who have spent much time understanding Bitcoin have uh, a strong belief that Bitcoin's greatest price appreciation is not over. Yeah,
1: I, I agree with you. I think it's really important to onboard as many no coiners as, as as we like to call them in this industry. Um, the only way to really do that is just by giving them free Bitcoin. The worst is going to happen is you know Bitcoin goes to zero, but hey, look, we've already saved you money on your prescriptions. Um, normally, this revenue would have been received by the large publicly traded company, GoodRx. So, you can either take the value for yourself or you can give it back to the shareholders of GoodRx.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is this a, a lucrative business model? Because there are other companies doing similar things that are taking a lot of money for themselves. It seems like you're giving a chunk of money back, so you don't necessarily... I'm just curious to know about how, how profitable the business model is for you. Obviously, it's easy to scale something like this. And if you scale it large enough, you'll be making some money. But from the the business owner, the founder side of things, how do you look at the, the profit opportunity for Nehowdy?
1: So I'm a pharmacist by trade, so naturally I'm really good at the pharma industry. So this idea of like, you know, there's a lot of middlemen in almost like every industry, whether it's travel, whether it's food, gas, there exists a middleman and they extract a lot of value away from the customer and a lot of value from the service providers. What I'm testing you this model to see is like, look, will this work in pharmacy? And if so, can this be applied to other adjacent industries where we're rebating back Bitcoin to our customers or to back to our service providers? being in the skilled nursing facility business we used to work with u.s foods they take a lot of value and effort away from food vendors or the farmers and they take you know in a massive amount and they charge you know skilled nursing facilities hospitals schools a lot for that produce but i think there's a way to you know sort of address that and say hey look we can make other markets more efficient with drug rebate or not drug rebates, but bitcoin back um, as an incentive one product we'll be releasing, um, I want to say next year. It's actually going to be called Meowdy. So, as the name sort of suggests, it's actually um, drug rebates for pet
0: prescriptions. So, um, I'm curious, like, where, where does the the name, like, why did you come up with Meowdy? I'm guessing it's, you know, me, how, how but like, why me, howdy, and, and how far are you going to take this ridiculousness?
1: <laughs> it's a meme, right? I think people love memes. Um, but, you know, a little bit about myself, I am Chinese American, I'm actually fifth generation, so I'm very Americanized. And this is a shout out to the San Jose Discord um, group of friends, but they always say me, howdy to me because of just sort of how Americanized I am. And I knew as a, as a new company name, I didn't want to name it something drug, something RX, it just sounds so boring and generic. So I said, look, if I'm going to take a company name for the next five, ten years and promote it, I'm going to choose something I love and enjoy. And at least I find it kind of funny Mm -hmm. for myself. So that's how I picked Howdy, And I figured, you know, play on words after that.
0: Yep. Yep. For sure. So maybe we could. I feel like people listening to this probably have a good sense of the business and whether or not it's natural fit for them or someone they know. Certainly, if you're a Bitcoiner, either you know adopt this if it's relevant for you or recommend it to someone that you know and love, family members, friends, as a way to potentially uh, help them get their first bitcoin. That said, I think it would be very interesting for people to hear a little bit about you you mentioned that, you know, you were a pharmacist and I know you have a bit of a story about you know what happened to your business and so maybe would you mind sharing a little bit about your background and some of the things you've experienced that have maybe kind of gotten you to this point
1: yeah so i've been a pharmacist for quite a while i've actually been practicing in the field since the 90s i know i look pretty young but mm. i grew up in a family full of pharmacists so they'd always take me to work you know every weekend after mm. school every day and so i was sort of like you know Understand the industry really well. I've seen it change throughout the last couple decades. Um, but a common experience I had when um, having my own pharmacies was that I'd always have a lot of people come in and they would bring in five or six different medications and say, Hey, look, um, I only have $100 or I only have $50. What can I, what can I take? And if I can't afford all these medications, what should I, what can I like go out with, go without? And that sort of killed me as a pharmacist. It's a very common experience that a lot of pharmacists are that are practicing in the community will come across, and that always sort of bothered me. I would only be able to be, um, I would only be limited to helping out the people local to my area in San Jose, and I was thinking like there has to be a much more um, scalable model where we can help out everyone in the United States,
0: and that's kind of how I started Nehowdy. So uh, you mentioned earlier kind of the network. You mentioned some some big brands. CVS, you mentioned Walgreens, I think Walmart as well. But if someone gets their prescription drugs from one of those places, are basically all CVSs going to be accepting this knee howdy card or is it really a kind of a case by case basis?
1: Uh, No, that's so we're in network with all CVSs um, across the United States.
0: Are there any, I know there are some like regional stores, but are there any kind of major stores that where people would buy their prescription drugs that howdy is not currently accepted—that you're aware of.
1: There is one store, but I don't remember the name. And this was in Palm Springs, California. Um, It—I would probably say it's more of a regional store, not a national. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably say you know there's some limitations here. There's about seventy 000 to eighty thousand pharmacies in the United States. We're only in—I would say a little less than half of them.
0: That's great, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if people are going to a place right now, they could probably easily switch to another local place assuming they're kind of in a you know not like a small town with a single pharmacy there are probably places that you can switch to and still use the knee howdy card are there any i know you're going to be excited about the product but are there any downsides in signing up for a card like there's no membership fee Um, people may not be buying prescription drugs all that much, but is there a reason that people wouldn't go ahead and get this card for when they need it?
1: It's completely free. The reality is everyone's going to need a medication at least once in their life, whether it's for, you know, antibiotic for a cut or maybe they're sick and they need cough syrup. Um, The great thing about us is our membership is completely free. And if you want to have other, I guess, family and friends on that, um, you know, potentially you're able to earn Bitcoin back on their prescription refills as well. We also work with other businesses, nonprofits as well. So anytime they're signing up employees and they don't have a robust, you know, health plan because maybe they're still in a vesting period, um, that's sort of where we come in and say, "Hey, look, um, you know, we want your customers, we want your employees to be happy, but we also want to give them some sort of material benefit here." And the great way to do that is by giving Bitcoin back to your employees.
0: And how much information would someone need to? provide in order to get the to, to have the knee howdy membership
1: um it's very minimal if you just want to sign up and just get a free membership id if you do want to withdraw there's a whole kyc process and of course we're mandated mm-hmm. to provide that and our payouts right now you will have to have a coinbase account um, that's essentially how we pay out our bitcoin at the end of the day
0: We got to talk about that, see if there's a way to get you uh, somewhere else besides Coinbase. But uh, I'm very excited to see how you'll grow in the future. Are there any final thoughts, whether it's like strategic, tactical approaches to using the card or simply something you'd like to leave the listeners with?
1: I'd probably say that, you know, Bitcoin is definitely in the future here. Um, I probably speak to more entrepreneurs in in the sense, but... This is going to be the next big revolution, the next big thing that's out there. And I really hope that you sort of incorporate Bitcoin in your business, whether it's a payment processor system or something that's out there, because um, it's going to be really huge.
0: <laughs> and where can people go to keep up with you as well as nee howdy and its growth?
1: Our, our website's NiiHowdy.com. You can find me on LinkedIn, James Wong. I'm also on Twitter, The Simple Doctor. That's it.
0: Excellent. I don't think that I'm following you yet over on Twitter, so that needs to change. But uh, James, uh, thank you for your time today. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thanks, Josh. Appreciate you having me.
0: Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or James, you can find those links down in the show notes. And if you or a loved one uses prescription drugs, definitely consider the knee howdy card. As always, keep building, keep growing. And until next time, keep living and leading well. lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn Sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today